This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. That was left off on the blurb with some great modesty and humility. I ask that this great, astounding achievement please be left off. So that answers the question of why it was left off. Um, it, it is a bit emotional. Uh, I spent some extraordinary years here. Um, seeing, I guess I came at a time when it started blossoming. I came in '83, was here till '90 in a full capacity, and then uh, would come in occasionally. Um, to see the seeds that a great person flower and blossom here and in so many places. I didn't see the original shack the yeshiva was in, that I wasn't Zoha too, but it was kind of shacky where we were. It was uh, make to do and to see the, the chitzonius and more, the besmedrish, the programs and everything. Um, it's, it's amazing what a person could dream about and accomplish. So, and so it was inc- the experiences I had and the people that I connected to were incredible. 
Reb Gil will stark sein. It's exactly the same. I could have closed my eyes and said this must be 1983. Um, but it, 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 it's something that, that I don't know how many people here go back, how far, but it's incredible to see um, the pairs of, of a great person's achievements and accomplishments. So I want to speak a little bit about a facet of Moshe Rabbeinu that I guess is not emphasized always enough. It says in the Pasuk, our introduction to Moshe Rabbeinu is, Vayelech ish mi levi, vayikach as levi. You know, when you tell a story, any bardas, and anybody who's telling a story, not just plopling, but he's saying something, assume that the facts mentioned have some significance. In the Torah, there's nothing empty. So whatever information a Pasik gives me um, is, is trying to tell me something. So any time a person's yichus is mentioned, then we would expect it to tell us something about where it comes from. And, and always Chazal will darshan it accordingly. They'll darshan, you know, it's his son, it's the schus of his father, the mother, and so on and so forth. When you're given inf- information that starts as follows, a man married a woman and they had a son, what in the world is that Pasik telling us? I mean, if you want to tell me he was a Levi, so say, Vatar, Levi, Vatar, Levi, To tell me that it started with the wedding of a man and a woman base Levi is the Pasik itself is, is adding nothing. So either don't say it or, or tell me who they are. If, if it is important, Amram is an important figure. Um, so, so tell me who, you know, about Amram. But what's, what, what is this Pasik telling me over here as it's telling me? It's kind of very, very uh, odd. So I, I want to tell over a point that and I'll try to explain it a little bit. He tends to be concise a bit. The, um, there's a Gemara in Brachas that says that Chizkiyoh HaMelech, it's, that's actually a parsha in the Navi, Chizkiyoh HaMelech deserved to die. And he became ill, and he, uh, and he was on his deathbed. Yeshayahu came to him, and he asked, Why am I sick? Why am I dying? And he answered, because you're not married, you're not having children. If you don't bring children to the world, it's as if you shed blood. You're basically, whether you snuff out life proactively or by um, not doing what you're supposed to do, then it's as if you shed blood, and therefore you deserve to die. So Chizkiyot told him, there's a reason why I didn't get married. I have Ruach HaKodesh. And I know that one of my descendants is going to be a terrible Russia. And he will end up destroying Yerushalayim because of his Averis. He was on the button, on the money, exactly like he said. And Yeshayo told him, Behadi Kafshid Rahmana Lomali. It's none of your business what's hidden from you. Anything in the world that's not open, the world of action 
that we have is what we see in front of us and whatever has halachic meaning. Anything you know through Ruch HaKodesh is enlightening, but it's not your business. This is Hashem's world. And he got married, and he had children, and yes, Menashe came out, and yes, Yerushalayim was destroyed because it's Averis. It says Mefurish that even when, when later on Yeshua did Tshuva, he couldn't pull back the, the Averis that he had done. So there's so we we, we we come we stumble on a point of extraordinary let's call it bittle, an extraordinary sense of negating yourself for Akadish Baruch Hu. It's it's the, the greatest negation is not when you give up personal comfort, not when you even do something that's hard to do, that's imposed on you, uh, halacha. But when your sense of things is that you're doing something that is not good, and it's not that you were misled, it's not as if it was a mistake, and you do it because HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to do differently, that's an ultimate in self-negation. Chizkiah stumbled on that. Shayo set him straight. And the term used is Behari Kavsh Rahman Alamali. As an aside point, this is a very, very important um, fundamental. The, the Nefchachayim speaks about this when he speaks about before Matan Torah, people could do things by Ruha Kodesh. If Yaakov Avinu saw that marrying two sisters would be beneficial for Klai Yisrael, he was allowed to do it and he did right. Once we have a Tzivui of Torah, and Torah comes to us as a Tzivui, First and foremost, the tzivui takes precedence. It's true in an army. If a soldier disobeys rules and he pulls off a shtick that works, he still could be court-martialed, and, and they may want a court-martial for good reason. Yes, at this point it was successful, but if the army turns into an army of everybody doing what they think is good, you've destroyed the army. So, so it's true in a, in a situation where a person's essence is somebody who's a mitzvah, that is, that's true that what you're told to do trumps what you think and understands is right. Over here, what happened was, why did Amram leave? Chazal tell us Amram um, divorced his wife. And he said, I'm going to have children. What for? The boys will be killed the girls will be taken away by the Mitzrim and, and, be, and be married to Mitzrim. And the kids will technically be Jewish, but they're going to be raised as Mitzrim. So what did I accomplish? That is a very, very strong argument. His daughter told him, you're worse than Paro. And he said, yes, um, I, you're right, I need to do it. And in a certain sense, he struck the same halacha of doing things that you know are right, periviver is right, despite the fact that you don't have a sense of where it's going to. Or better said, all your senses are protesting and saying it's going anywhere. The giving over the anonymity of that is a shvach. In other words, they to- the total self-effacement 
until they themselves were almost, there was no Amram. It, it was all, I am another soldier doing what I'm supposed to do and, and doing it. So the Torah tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu's roots lie in that type of area. Let's compare it to a Gemara, to a similar Gemara in Baba Kama. There's an incredible Gemara. The Gemara is, deals with a sugya of um, something completely different. We're talking over here, when you destroy somebody else's property, um, are, you, are you obliged? Are you doing it to save your life? In Pikuach Nefesh situation, do you have to pay for it or not? The Gemara deals with it. And the Gemara brings a Pasuk from David. Um, and it says a whole story where David HaMelech, David HaMelech's aides went and they got him water with tremendous mysterious nefesh. And he said, He didn't want to drink the water. And the Gemara goes through the halachic issues related to what it's talking about. The Gemara says, once we've decided that that was not the issue David is dealing with, what does it mean David did not want to, um, did not want to drink that water? So the, so the Gemara says it means something very different. The Gemara says they debated the halachic point, that's true, but he said he did, he did not want to repeat the halacha in their name. It says, um, he, he says, um, Always we have halachis that are repeated in the name of the Tano Amora who brought it into the world. Reb Meir says this, Reb Yudah says this, this is a takon of David Beistino, this is a takon of Shlomo Beistino. This was not to be said over their name. Oma, he said, I, David Amalekh, have a Mesaurus from the, the Bezdin of, of Shmuel, Somebody that's most nefesh and divitorah, you don't say over a halacha in his name. You, 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 you make it anonymous. That's incredible. It, it sounds so counterintuitive to us. I mean, if a person works hard in a svara and he publishes a shtick of Torah, we say, ah, this is Reb Chaim Zechidish, Reb Ochber Zechidish. The more a person works on it and the harder he works on it, we assume you'll, there'll be a, a, a stronger attribution. Somebody is most nefesh for Torah. In other words, they literally went on the fire to, 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 be, to, to, to get to this halacha. We don't say it in their name. That, that sounds to us, it's so counterintuitive, almost absurd. And we learn it from the Pasuk, Hashem. It says David did not want to drink of the water that he took from them. He spilled it out to Hashem. So the Gemara uses that as a metaphor that the waters they brought up, he poured out to Hashem. He didn't say over the Allah in their name. What does it mean? So I think what it means, and we won't understand this, because we're not that type of person. A person who lives with a sense of self minimally wants credit for something. You know, we're not Balagaiva, we're not Balatai, we're not this. Well, at least if I worked very hard and I published a safer, 
I'd like to have my name on it. It's justified, it's fine, it's good, and that's that. But that means I and the Torah are two separate entities. Um, one of my Rebbeim, Rabbi Nachman Zuchayn who was a Rebbe of many of the Rebbeim here, and a Rebbe of many people in Klal He much of today's door of Rebbeim owes him, he would always say, you need not say over anything I said in my name. If it's true, it's true because it's true. And if it's not true, it's not true. Discard it. That was, I, I, it was hard sometimes to fathom. That's, that was, he put his whole nesham into it, and that was that. When a person is most nefesh for Torah, what it means is that the person's own identity has become absorbed in the Rebbein identity, Kaviyachu. And it is the greatest, yes, we who are not in the Madrega of that type of Rebbein nefesh, do want Torah minimally to be attributed to us. But somebody whose life is thrown to the dogs because of Torah, then the greatest, for that mindset, for that different understanding, then the things that I said become a truth because they're true, that is the greatest schar they have. This became pashit. It's not my point this is what the halacha is. Because David HaMelech saw that they were most nefesh for this halacha, for this Torah, then he said, this Torah belongs to the category of truth that stands, that rests on itself. It doesn't stand on anybody's say-so. It's not his varah, it's not his varah, it's emes lamito. He it became a Kaddish Baruch's, not that person. And for a person who's holding on that Madrega, that is, it's, it, that is the greatest schar, greatest gift, gift to him. Let's go back to our Indian. Moshe Rabbeinu had two things that he is the pillar of Kalisro. He is the Goel Rishon. He's the first redeemer of Klal Yisrael, and he's the one who gave Torah to Klal Yisrael. Both of these required a person who is not a self. It's something that whatever we see Moshe say, we don't say, Moshe said this, Moshe said this. We say, this is Torah, this is the halacha, this is the pasuk. The Moshe Rabbeinu, as a goel, as a redeemer, had he been an individual, it wouldn't be the goula of loyal de malach, loyal de saraf. You know, it would have been also somebody loyal de shliach. But it was a shliach. It was a Rabbeinu. But Moshe Rabbeinu is non-existent. Anything Moshe Rabbeinu does is a kaddish baruch Hu doing. It's like somebody will say this, and I'll say, no, my hand did this. It's, it's absurd. Anything that Moshe Rabbeinu did is a Kaddish Baruch Hu because Moshe Rabbeinu has no self when it comes to being a Shleich Hashem. So the roots of Moshe Rabbeinu is Vayelech Ishmi Beis Levi, Vayikach Es Bas Levi. Levi means 
servants of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they were the ones that, that, that served HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They, they, when they did this act of getting married and bearing children, when by all logical perception, this only would, would, would be a waste, and they did it because it was the right thing to do, that's where you can give birth to somebody who has that same selflessness that he could become the goal Yisrael. Anytime Moshe Rabbeinu didn't redeem us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. Ani, ani lo shliach, lo malach, lo sarf. It's all because it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Moshe Rabbeinu is not a shliach. Moshe Rabbeinu just bears HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why we can say, Zichu Torahs Moshe Avdi. And it's the same as saying, Vezosa Torah, you know, it's, 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 it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah. It's one and the same. That was the, 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 that's what the roots of Maisha was, and, and so on. I to mention, because it's not a yard site, but I'm in this place and don't come that often. We ask, how did someone, how was one person able to create so much? And I was privileged to know a bit, and I think. That selflessness is, um, is, is something that enabled all of his kohos to come out. Every person's kohos are limited. And no matter how gifted you are and how inspired you are, you're limited because you're yourself. But when you become a vehicle for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and there's no self over there, then you're, you're, you're limited. It's like asking how much water will flow out from a faucet when I open it up. So if, if it's a faucet of a water tank, so if there's 10 gallons in the tank, it's 10 gallons. But if it's a faucet that's connected to a main, you know, if you're paying the bills, it'll come out. You know, that's, that's all it's limited by. Mm-hmm. There's no limit because the faucet is carrying somebody else's water. Um, I, I described a, a scene, I think it was the first time I met Reb Noach. Um, the, uh, let me preface it with a story they once told Rabbi Yisrael Salanta that the Nitziv's Avasat Torah is extraordinary. He walked by the Bismedish in Velazhin at 12 o'clock at night. He saw full Bismedish, everything pounding away and everything going very, very strongly. And he he's had tears of joy in his eyes. So Rabbi Yisrael Salanta said, that is great. But if you try to show me his real Avasat Torah, it's going to be when he walks by somebody else's yeshiva and tears of joy come out of his eyes when he sees how well it's doing. The first time I met Reb Noach, I was sitting in the office with him. Someone came in and told him something. I'm not sure of the details, but it, 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 it appeared, what I picked up was that a program and something that invests itself heavily. Someone else had picked, it up, picked up the ball and ran with it and possibly took the credit with it and maybe the money also. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, but it, it, it sounded, the person who told him was quite agitated, and that's what it sounded to me. Amnach said, fantastic. So they're doing this, and now we can do our next thing. Um, it's incredible. He's, the money and, and the mysterious nefesh to build up his place is extraordinary. But the writing of a check for any place that worked in Kirov, anything that was doing something that was in his field of vision that he felt was not for Klein's role, money that he didn't have, he gave. 
That means he transcended being a great person to being an anonymous person. The anonymous person is unlimited, is, is, is boundless. To me, with all the greatness of the person, the, the, the fact that for the things that his names are not written on, the things that he's a Vayelach Ish Levi, Vayikach Bas Levi, the things that his names not mentioned on, is not associated with him, had nothing to do with it. And he was able to pour in money that he probably borrowed in order to pay his payroll, he passed on. He didn't have spare cash in his back pocket. Um, and that's what he did, and he did it on the spot because what's the difference? This is the fact that somebody, and again, I don't know the details, I don't know what happened, but he obviously, the person who told it to him obviously was very disturbed by it, and his point was, what's the difference? If it's being done, then now we have a new job someplace. And is it make a difference, my name, somebody else's name? The difference is if it's done or not. So I guess as we come into the parish of Geula, understanding that many great things were done by many great people, but the ultimately big things, the things that couldn't be attributed to an individual, the type of things that have to be said in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name, Today, the music of Ventura transcended one dreamer. It's, nobody speaks about Reb Noach's movement. People speak about the Kirov movement, the Tshuva movement, this, that. And I think that's the greatest attribute to what he did and, and, and what he rose to. The, 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 the ultimate, the people who have to give over Torah that's not personal, but becomes a music in Kaisal, becomes a constant in Kaisal, are the people that are most nefesh to a degree where we, don't, we no longer say over Allah in their name. To us, it's unfathomable. To us, it's unfathomable that we'll work our whole life and give everything we have away and not have our name mentioned. To the people that do that, the people that give everything, that's the greatest schar they could have, is that, that what they've done and what they've accomplished is... HaKadosh Baruch Hu's deeds. It's a big person. It's a, it's, it's a huge person. It's not, we, we, can, we can take away a lot of different things from his life in, in, in everything that he did. But at least to understand that the level, the level that a person can transcend limits is how much, the less he imposes himself as a limit, the less he's in what he can accomplish we deserve to accomplish pieces that are left for, for each and every one's Bez Hashem and see the goal Achron Bez Hashem. We have your main.